Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is Ask Me Anything. In fact, today's show is a continuation of a question from yesterday's show. On yesterday's show, Anthony and Julia from Brooklyn asked, Hi, Victor. I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now and appreciate what you're doing. I have a wife who's an architect listening in now too. We want to invest in other real estate, but with two young boys, we don't have a lot of disposable income to work with. We own and live in a double duplex in Brooklyn. We bought in 2013 and after significant work in neighborhood development, it's more than doubled in value. On our block alone, there's a lot of studio and one bedroom apartment development going on. We'd like to access some of the equity we've built up in our property. We've been renting the lower unit short term for about four years, but that business is getting less attractive. We're considering condominium conversion and selling half to capture money to buy other property or renting out both units and taking out a HELOC or to do a cash out refi. Ideally, we'd like to hold because the neighborhood has a lot of growing yet to do. Our interest rate seems kind of high at 4.875%. What are your opinions of HELOCs and home equity loans for less experienced, eager to grow investors? Thanks for taking the time and we look forward to learning more from your show, Anthony and Julia. Well, Anthony and Julia, this is a great question. We addressed the first part of your question specifically on the different types of loan structures on yesterday's show. So if you haven't listened to that show, you may want to go listen to that one first. On today's show, we're talking about what to do with the money once you have it. You're probably thinking the same way that most do-it-yourself investors do. Save up some money for a down payment, put down 20% in equity, borrow 80%, and add one more property to the portfolio. That's definitely one way to do it. And in one sense, there's nothing wrong with it depending on what your goals are. In this context, I'm going to speak directly to your wife, Julia. Julia, you're an architect. My mom actually was the second woman in history to graduate in architecture from Cornell University back in 1945. She has her stamp on several landmark buildings in New York City. We've got something in common here. Now, you entered university to get your degree in architecture, knowing full well it would be a huge commitment of both time and money in order to get that degree, enabling you to practice as an architect. You didn't say to yourself, I want to be an architect, but it's hard, so I'll take a small step and get a degree in drafting. Just like someone who wants to be a doctor, they don't say, well, that's hard, so I'll go into nursing instead. So I want you to both look at your investment goals with a longer view. If you truly only want to own a handful of apartments in the New York area and you're willing to get there slowly over the next 20 years, then the approach you're taking is perfectly fine. The number one mistake I see rookie investors make is to run their project with too little capital. You want to make sure that in addition to raising the money to purchase the property, you maintain a healthy reserve fund to handle any surprises that the market might throw at you. You could have an unexpected inspection from the city and discover that you need to spend thousands of dollars to bring the property into compliance for new property rental standards. Or you might have a water heater fail or an air conditioner fail and all of a sudden you're digging deep into your pocket for a capital repair that wasn't in the budget. I encourage you to spend time with other experienced investors in your area and learn from their mistakes rather than going out and making the rookie mistakes yourself. It's much cheaper that way. And like I said, investing in small properties is a perfectly viable strategy if that's in line with your ultimate goal. If you want to create a stream of residual income that can provide multi-generational wealth for you and your family, then you might want to think bigger. You might be saying, I'd like to own 800 apartments over the next five years and I'd like to own 200 apartments free and clear of any debt within the next 15 years. If you're thinking bigger, then you may want to jump to the next level and skip the time wasted on the small stuff. I'm thinking you might want to save yourself a decade, but in order to do that, you need to get into an environment where other investors and developers are hanging out so that you can learn from them. I'm not talking about the local real estate meetups where there's only a handful of experienced people in the room and the remainder are rookies. 
I'm thinking you want to hang out with medium and larger developers and investors. And Julia, your calling card as an architect is a great way to connect with those investors. You're not a threat to any of them. You may be able to add value to them. And by relationship building with the right people, you can become immersed in the world of larger scale investing. The fact is, all you're missing is a bit of knowledge and the relationships that can help you accelerate your investment objectives by a few orders of magnitude. If you're going to go out and do larger projects, you're also going to need to learn how to raise capital. And by hanging out with people that are experts at that, you're going to learn that skill as well. You happen to be located in an area where there's a lot of quality people you can learn from. The best investment you can make at this stage is in developing those relationships, not just going out and buying another duplex. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.